You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official. Absolutely. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Quarter past 11 in the second hour of Tracks Momentum. It's Anil on the mic, live and direct from studio number five here in Ankasapuri. Whew, I try to squeeze that out in a single breath. But anyway, I am uh, not going to be alone before we speak to our guest. Joining me uh, live and direct uh, a little over, I think, maybe, what, 100 miles off the coast of the northwest of the peninsula and then uh, maybe 200 miles uh, off the uh, southeast of the Andaman Seas. I have DJ Natia, ladies and gentlemen, from Langkawi FM. Hello. Yeah, hello, DJ Anil. How are you today? I'm great. I thought I left you speechless with that introduction, Natia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, your introduction was so like, wow. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it is good. And yeah, it's a little bit cloudy though this morning. Oh, really? It was sunny just now, but right now it's cloudy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was Nowadays, the... the weather is just funky, you know? Yeah, very funky. Very funky and very unpredictable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. How was it like yesterday? Yesterday, actually, it was really... Yeah, it was sunny yesterday. Yeah, it doesn't rain. Mm. It did not rain yesterday. Yeah. Here in KL, mm-hmm. we How were... How about in KL? Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was a wet, wet, rainy day, entire day here in KL. So, we had to stay indoors oh. and, uh, yeah, shelter ourselves from the rain. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> it's good to good to have you on board once again, Natia. The last time around, we had our rendezvous was uh, on Independent on National Day, on Merdeka. We had a great conversation. Uh-huh. Oh no, it was not you. Oh, sorry, I spoke to someone else. Yeah, it was Halina. Halina, Halina. Ah, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I've been speaking to too many people. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Natia, let's uh, uh-huh. not waste any time. Let's uh, welcome our guest, special guest in the studios. But before that, just a quick mm-hmm. uh, preface on our discussion today. So in today's episode of uh, Face-to-Face Actuate, uh, we want to shine the spotlight on a critical issue that affects us all, including uh, our men and women in the public service, and it's psychological health. And it's among those who dedicate mm-hmm. their lives to public service. And as our public servants, you know, they tirelessly work to support our communities, oftentimes their very own mental health goes unnoticed as well. Because it's very important because they're at the front line. Yeah. You know, the term frontliners mm-hmm. became ever so prevalent after we were struck with the pandemic. And these are the people who are serving mm-hmm. us, making sure everything goes on seamlessly from registrations, new babies, health care, everything like that. And to help us understand mm-hmm. this better uh, towards the efforts that are put behind this, uh, we have in the studios the very esteemed mm-hmm. young Mulia, Dr. Raja Kamaria Binti Raja Mohamad Khalid, the Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division of the Public Service Department. And today we're going to speak about the 27th mm-hmm. Public Service Psychology Conference. Dr. Raja, good morning and welcome to the studios. Thank you very much. Hello, DJ Anil and DJ Yeah, welcome to the studio, Dr. Raja. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, great. <clears throat> Natia, is there anything you would like to say? Um, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're doing good, Doctor. <laughs> Alhamdulillah, yeah. All right, yeah, great. It's good. it's good to have you with us for this uh, special interview so that we know, you know, um, uh, so much more what is happening, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, great. Um, so, just for the benefit of our listeners, uh, this is a monthly rendezvous that we have with our sister station, Langkawi FM, uh, where we jointly have a, a session called Face to Face Activate, um, where this time around we'll be speaking to Dr. Raja. And for our listeners who just tune in, you can also watch what's happening live here in the studios by heading over to our Facebook page at uh, Tracks FM Official. And uh, yeah, check out uh, the very lovely looking Dr. <laughs> Raja. So, Dr. Raja, without further ado, mm-hmm. let's jump into our discussion. Mm-hmm. Can you dichotomize what psychology? Yeah, okay. Uh, first of all, thank you very much, uh, DJ Anil and DJ Nasia, for having me in the studio. Uh, basically, uh, when you we we mm-hmm. talk about psychology, it's about the study of mind and behavior. You know, our behavior, our mood, and how we react, just like the weather. As it can be funky, it can be very smooth, it can be very like very light, you know. So these are the things you are looking at. <clears throat> okay. uh, psychology is uh, basically how to see people process information, how we think, and based on our thinking, it also express express in how we react. So mm. the behavior think, and most important thing is that how mm-hmm. we think and how we react definitely will get affected with how we control our emotion. So three important elements in psychology is how the individual thinks, how individual feels, and how individual act in in the small context or in the social context. So uh, and the psychologists basically mm-hmm. uh, observing individuals, whether individual or in a group, and we use empirical uh, research to see how uh, individual uh, process, cognition, emotion, motivation, development, and finally develop their own personality. And we can see through social interaction. So in public service, uh, we have approximately 653 psychologists serve in various departments and ministries. So the one, this is one that you said as a frontliners. Mm. So just imagine we have like more than one uh, million uh, public service, public and service. we are, right. and we are only have like 653. Wow! You know, so what mm-hmm. what we are doing in the organization is is basically uh, we work with individuals, we work with teams and organizations to address various issues such as improving uh, teamwork, communication, enhancing individual uh, performance, creating a positive work environment. I think that is the most important thing. If you're happy with your work, I can mm-hmm. see that DJ Anil, DJ Natia, you are so happy you know, with your tone of voice, everything. Yeah. Yeah. You are happy. When you are happy and you will express that emotion and you act positively mm. definitely the listeners will get your vibes yes you'll get the positive energy mm. so these are the things that we are looking at uh, psychologists in the government government uh, department and ministries so we are not only providing psychotherapy mm-hmm. and counseling mm. we are also use psychometrics in order to see or to assess one's personality talents uh, and to identify life challenges as well as conducting psychological based program. So mm. most of the unit in right. the various department and, and, and ministries mm-hmm. we conduct programs uh, with the with the tailored accordingly to the psychological perspective. Right. So, for example, like we do team building, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. only manage- on the management part, but we injected the psychological elements in it. Right. So, uh, for and, and like mm-hmm. for example, we do financial management program. Mm-hmm. It's not only looking into the financial mechanism, but we look into how psychology affects one uh, individual when it comes to the financial management. So, wow. this is what we are doing in the uh, mm-hmm. public service. Yeah. So, it's both internal and external as well. Exactly. 
Why? Exactly. That's a very new and unique perspective that I got today because I always, the general understanding is that psychology is something that you deal with inside mm-hmm. you. But uh, this, I mean, I think it's the advancements of the field of the study of psychology yep. that has led to findings that the external factors also exactly. can play a part in enhancing mm-hmm. someone's psychological state of mind. Exactly. We, that includes weather. The weather? <laughs> yeah. Perhaps you can share something about for that. For example, there are a lot of studies mm. showing mm. that, for example, in, uh, abroad, lah, kan? Mm. Uh, right. during winter, mm. it shows that most of the individuals get affected during winter psychologically. They can mm. get easily erupted emotionally. They can develop depression. Right. You know? Yeah. Wow. So weather okay. really plays important. Mm-hmm. In four season yeah. countries, they really can see it, lah. Because we I mean the transition from one season yeah. to another season, right? Okay. For like in Malaysia, perhaps you can mm-hmm. see the monsoon. Mm. You know, people are get worried when the monsoon season is coming. Right. You know, right. things like that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Natia, over to you. Um, all right, uh, Dr. Raja, uh, how does psychological uh, health affect individual mental health? I think it's one of the reasons that you said just now, it's um, the, the the four seasons and then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Let's okay. conclude as okay. well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, psychological health and mental health are closely interconnected. The only that when we talk about mental health, we see the product of it, you know, depression, anxiety, panic and whatnot. But psychology is a whole. Uh, you can see if when you when individual have a positive uh, psychological health, the effects will be different. But for the individual who are have uh, poor psychological health, perhaps the effects will be different and affected the mental health of that individual. So basically, uh, what we are looking at uh, when we talk about psychological health and mental health, it it influences our emotional regulation. Mm. Yeah, uh, someone with good psychological health is more likely to manage stress and disappointment and other emotion in a healthy way. Mm. You know, okay. so we, we can we just individuals who are positive in terms of their psychology, they are be mm. a, they are able to mm. manage their emotion. For those who are do not have any psychological input or do not have much in psychological skills, so they will go flow over their emotional, whether it's good or negative. And uh, one thing about mm. emotional regulation is about resilience. Mm. So resilience is the ability for one to be able to bounce back uh, from stress or from adversity, from challenges moment. Mm. And there's a technique in psychology we call as 90 second rules to shift your emotion. Mm, okay. Within that 90 seconds, okay. what we will do basically to identify if you get angry, mm. so we can identify I'm angry because of the situational factor or I'm angry because I cannot understand what people are saying or I angry I'm angry because of I'm hungry okay. you know things like that the the cognitive processes uh happens during that 90 seconds so there's a window of 90 seconds yeah yeah right. so for okay. us to take uh you know to do something about yes. it you know yeah. and uh for example mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. that 90 second also we can use any cognitive techniques For example, for those who have this psych- positive psychological health, they know how to do mindfulness. Right. You know, they know how to control their breathing. Mm. So it won't affect other people. It won't affect themselves. Yeah? Mm. So these are the things. So resilience mm-hmm. is part of emotional regulation where the individual are better prepared to face life challenges. Right. You know? right. And when, when when we have okay. uh, we can control our emotion and then we have resilience and definitely our personal this one is more internal it will will increase the self esteem mm-hmm. and self worth. 
Okay. You know, uh, I, okay. how to increase that self-esteem and self-worth? For example, you need to do anchoring. For example, yeah. okay, Raja Kamal, Raja Makhluk, you have, you have done mm. a very good job. You have to be able to talk to yourself that you are doing well now. Right. Even though in the tough situation. Mm. So these are the things that we are okay. uh, sharing with the individual and the public service. So they are, when when they are okay, mm. then they can better service the public. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Okay. Anchoring and also the 90-second rule. I mm-hmm. learned these two mm. new things today. <laughs> wow, great. Natia, is there anything else you wish to add? Oh, no, I'm good. All yeah. right. All great. good. <laughs> okay, great, great. You know, I, was, I once uh, came across this uh, one video of uh, two men having a podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them actually gave a suggestion because he was someone who dealt with a lot of anger in himself. Mm-hmm. And he would often, you know, sort of uh, permeate that anger to everyone else around mm-hmm. him. And then he was given an advice. So, so mm-hmm. Someone told him, say, you know what? You got your phone. And every time you feel angry and you want to react, imagine that you're text someone, text yourself, but imagine that the text is coming from another person. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself, hey, you know what? Don't worry. Get over it. Mm-hmm you don't want to react the way you used to react mm. because that's not going to look good on you. So it's basically him talking to himself, but yep. in, the, in, the, in the version of a third person. Yep. And in the span of a couple of months, mm-hmm. he saw some drastic improvement. Mm-hmm. And that, doctor, made sense when you talked about anchoring, right? Yep. Yep. You speak to yourself from the perspective of another person and you advise yourself. Exactly. And mm. that also will help us mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. to analyze, you know, mm. when you are, you are expressing your anger mm. uh, with other people and without that advice to yourself, yeah. it can damage that individual mm. you know uh, physical bleeding won't be the same as emotional bleeding wow anger normally will lead to emotional bleeding mm. and that emotional bleeding is very very difficult to you know tak but Mm-hmm. For that emotional beating, right. So these are the things that we are looking at uh, for individual to have the coping strategies. For in your case, for example, that fellow is using very good uh, coping strategies. Mm. We call it as a problem focused uh, coping strategies. Right. Yeah, because okay. he's looking into taking mm-hmm. control of his anger. Mm. You know, there another way emotional focus uh, coping strategies is a more self. Mm. Okay, before I get angry, I have to take a deep breath, you know, count mm-hmm. one to six, yeah. things like that. Mm. That one more on like emotional focus uh, coping strategies. But there's also another individual might be using avoidance uh, coping strategies. Okay. You know, most of us, many of us using okay. that because we are not handling our emotion. We shun away from the problems. We run away from the problems. And, you know, if you do not settle at that particular yeah. moment, yeah. if you don't talk to ourselves, if the situation happens, we run like mm. you know we run away, yeah. run away until yeah. when that and then it piles to, up yeah. it piles uh-huh. up uh-huh. and then yep. it becomes a snowball and yep. then blows uh-huh. out of proportion and it'll be too big of a problem to handle exactly mm. yeah. yeah exactly mm-hmm. now let's talk about statistics doctor mm-hmm. um, what are the latest statistics that are out there uh, in terms of uh, Malaysia's psycho- uh, you know, psychological health among Malaysians and the public service mm-hmm. any data to share okay we love statistics. Oh, yeah. We love numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to share. When you talk about numbers, this is only reported. We do believe there are a lot of individuals outside, the listeners, they are not reporting what they are ex- experiencing. So the numbers that I'm giving is basically based on the reported cases. Mm. Right? For example, depression is the most common mental health problem in Malaysia, affecting 2.3% of the population. After depression is the anxiety disorder. Mm. Yeah, right? uh, the, the anxiety is the most common uh, mental health comes to the second after depression, affecting 
50% of the population. Mm. So depression can lead into a bigger problems, mm. which is suicide. Mm. You know, mm. and suicide it is mm-hmm. the leading cause of death in Malaysia, with an average of 600 uh, suicides reported each year. Right. Itu yang dilaporkan, mm. you know. And <coughs> based on okay. mental health and psychological support services, for example, in 2021, we have more than 200,000 calls mm. f- from individuals who are seeking mental health. As compared to in 2020, mm-hmm. more approximately 44,000 only. So there's increased five times between 2020 and 2021. From 44,000 to 200,000. Exactly. Wow. So it could be two mm. two things that you can see. Mm. First, we are alarmed because there are a lot of mental health issues mm-hmm. that people mm. want to share. Secondly, awareness is there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when the awareness is okay. there, it's good. Okay. You know, we know how to do, we know how to yeah. take action. The government knows how to uh, prepare the society. We have more counselors. we have more mm-hmm. psychologists in the era, you know, in districts, in smaller places and whatnot. And people know where to go for help. And people know where to get help. So mm. that's why we have a lot of uh, call centers, yes, you yes. know, hotlines yeah. for psychological help. Okay. Mm. okay. Uh-huh. That is in as a whole. Okay. In organization, because we are talking about public service department, right? In organization, Malaysian Employers Federation did uh, research in 2022. They found out that 57% of Malaysian employees have experienced mental health problems at work. Mm. 57%, right? Okay. And Malaysian Institute of Human Resource, they did also uh, recent studies in 2020, just recently. They found out 62% of Malaysian employers have seen an increase in number of employees seeking help for mental health problems. Mm. So they, they realize, okay. the employer realized that the mm. employees is seeking help on the mental okay. health issues. Mm. You know? And 74% okay. employers believe that mental health is a major issue in the workplace. So here comes the the role of psychologists and counselor in public service departments mm. and ministries. You know, uh, because these are this the statistics suggest that mental health is a growing problem in Malaysian organisation. Mm. So because previously we only look into the community, right? right? Yeah. Now we are zooming into organisation. Organisation. Yeah. yeah. So employers need to do yeah. more support on the mental health of their employees. Uh, this include developing and mm-hmm, implementing mm-hmm. programs related to mental health awareness, providing trainings for managers on how to support employees with mental health problems and creating a workplace culture where the employees feel comfortable to talk about their mental health. So this is the role of the psychologist and counsellor in government mm-hmm. agencies. Okay. Do they, they do have, mm. but with a small number, we are hoping that many public services will mm. come and see us for help mm. so that they can serve the public better. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, they say numbers actually can okay. paint a lot of pictures. Yon, the numbers that you just <laughs> revealed is 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 quite. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 news. It's news. It's mm-hmm. news to me. But uh, yeah, let's take mm-hmm. a quick break, shall we, Natia? And uh, for the uh, benefit of our listeners who are tuning in uh, live on uh, Tracks FM and also Langkawi FM, uh, DJ Natia and myself, Anil on the mic, we are speaking to Yang Mulia, mm-hmm. Doctor Raja Kamaria Binti Raja Mohamad Khalid. Uh, she's the Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division of the Public Service Department. And uh, very shortly when we come back from the break, we will dive into the topic, which is the 27th Public Service Psychology Conference. Keep it right here. Face-to-face activate on Tracks Momentum. Listen in to opinions from experts 
regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face-to-face with our guest. Every Thursday at 11.15am, only on Tracks FM. And we're back live on air again, Tracks FM's uh, face-to-face activate. It is a monthly rendezvous that we have with our sister station, Langkawi FM. Joining me live is uh, DJ Natia as well. And uh, we are both uh, speaking to Yang Mulia, Dr. Raja Kamariah binti Raja Mohamad Khaled, the Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division of the Public Service Department. Dr. Raja, welcome back to the discussion. Yep. All right. Um, Dr. Raja, mm-hmm. perhaps um, you can tell us more about the... Uh, 27th Public Service Psychology Conference, you know, give us the nitty-gritties, who's involved, who are some of the speakers, and anything else you wish to Mm. shed some light on. All right. Uh, Okay, Uh, this is the 27th Public Service Psychology Conference, and the Mm. focus for this conference is to bring out the highest values of psychologists in the public service. And the theme for this year's conference is PRISMA, which is an acronym for Professionalism, Integrity, Character Building, and Trustworthiness. And the conference highlights the importance of psychological services provided by psychologists in the public service uh, to have a high adaptability in carrying out their responsibility to be professional and also, you know, to portray more charismatic way in terms of uh, dealing with uh, the public and the other the rest of our public service servants. Uh, the conference welcomes participation mm-hmm. from all civil servants at various levels and not only among uh, public service but also from academia, lecturers, uh, researchers and students uh, all over where as long as they have a high uh, uh, interest in psychology development. So these are the things. Uh, we have physical participation as well as online participation in the social media. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Natia? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, Dr. Raja, the mm-hmm. 27th Public Service Psychology Conference team is PRISMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you you know, plan to incorporate the team into this uh, civil service? Yep. When we talk about PRISMA, there's a light and there will be a spectrum, right? So the spectrum will be professionalism, integrity, character building, trustworthiness. Lah. So these are the psychological capital mm-hmm. that we needed in the organization. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a concept of posit- positive psychology and organizational behavior that represent a set of psychological resources the individual can develop to enhance their overall well-being and performance, especially in work and organizational context. So when we talk about individuals in organizations, we need to have a very strong psychological capital that uh, will help us to have psychological well-being. And these resources or the mm-hmm. psychological capital uh, basically is hope, self-efficacy, resilience and optimism. Or in management, we call this as a hero model. Mm. We adopt this hero model because when we talk about hope, hope ni, uh, is about individuals with high levels of hope tend to have a positive outlook on the future and are willing to face obstacles mm-hmm. in difficulties. Mm. So when people ask us how, how to create this hope, you know, yeah. m- one of the mm. most practical mm-hmm. way is having your vision board. Mm, you know, okay. if you have like if, one okay. of the psychological based program that we did in organization is the vision board. Mm. So if you have the vision board, you know what you are going to achieve mm. for the last for the next past year, the next years, for example, and that will help you to mm-hmm. have a mm-hmm. positive hope. Secondly, you need to practice positive affirmation. 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 Mm. Yeah, it helps to remind back. You know, this is mm. your role. This is what you have to do. Mm. Uh, this is the services that you have to give, mm. and whatnot. You know. Secondly, on the self-efficacy. Mm-hmm. So when someone has a strong sense of self-efficacy, they are more likely to set and pursue meaningful goals. 
So uh, one of the way how to for us to achieve this is to celebrate celebrate small success, mm. to celebrate small wins. Small wins. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. That will help you to to have this positive uh, mm. self-efficacy to yourself mm. or embrace any new experience. Learn something new out of the context. Yeah. You know, if you are doing uh, financial, for example, mm. you learn something about psychology. So totally different. You went yeah. to our, our courses that we mm. offered. If you are look more on the management, mm-hmm. perhaps you are looking on the management side, but we forget about the soft spot mm-hmm. of the management. The mm-hmm. soft spot of management is psychology. psychology. So these are the things. And of course, we have to be kind to yourself. So yeah. this is what we always remind our public service. Mm. You have to be kind to yourself in order for you to be kinder to other Others. people. Yeah, mm. And of course, another one mm. will be the resilience. Again, resilience is the uh, ability to bounce back from adversity and mm. adapt positive to any difficult situation. You know, mm. uh, This one, we, we always mm. uh, advise individuals to open to change and adapt to the situation you yeah. know we have to practice mindfulness mm. you know mindfulness is you know how you you appreciate now yeah. the presence you yeah. know and optimism okay so optimism is more on like cognitive part mm. you know you have to really deal with your cognitive uh, uh, and in terms of to maintain positive mood even when you're facing challenges mm. you have to be optimistic to yourself how to practice optimism mm. the simplest way every day before you go back from work uh, tell yourself what are the three good things you have done today. Mm. You know, okay. so before but before okay. you leave the office, yeah. ask yourself what are the three Im- good things you have done. Okay. That will help you to increase optimism mm-hmm. at work. Mm. You know, or another way is the visualization. Okay. Mm. Yeah, visualization is always a perfect way for me. You mm. know, uh, pre- previously in the public service we have list to do. Yeah, okay. A sticky note, right? Yes. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is more like physical part. But mm-hmm. if uh-huh. you visualize, you add on with mm. your own visualization, it helps. Because mm. the more you see yourself succeeding, the more likely you are believe that it is possible to achieve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what they say when you yeah. have to visualize yourself, you know, being at that ideal place that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very detailed about it exactly. from the way, you, from the way that, how it smells at that time. Exactly. The dress that you're wearing, exactly. your friends congratulating you, everything, the yeah. entire plethora. Yeah. Exactly. And you have to, and you, as mm-hmm. if that you are hearing people congratulate you, yes, yes. clapping their hands, everything, yeah? yeah? As detailed as that, it will help. And because of this hope concept, uh, model mm. uh, it will help us to increase life satisfaction yeah you know because individuals mm-hmm. who have life satisfaction are better able to pursue their goal and then give it life's challenges and it will help us to create better mental health mm. with this psychological capital can act as a protective factor against yeah. mental health issues such as depression mm-hmm. and anxiety you know and finally it will improve relationship okay. in organization the most important element is relationship yeah. how I communicate well with my co-workers, how yeah. communicate with my boss, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. So the main mm-hmm. issue is to improve our relationship. So this will lead a better personal and professional outcome as individual, become mm. more prepared to handle challenges, mm-hmm. set uh, and achieve meaningful goals and maintain positive as, as well as being resilient mindset. So Prisma mm. uh, will help the civil servants to be uh, embodied all these psychological models to, into their attributes. Mm. So with a healthy psychological capital, mm-hmm. it's a basic for appli- the application of the best values in organization. Mm. And it is a characteristic of human mm-hmm. capital that every civil servant should have. So we are promoting this 
hope model. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hope model. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, take a quick break right now from our discussion, and when we come back, we'll resume with the discussion. In the studios live, uh, DJ Natia and myself, we're speaking to Yang Mulia, Dr. Raja Kamaria Binti Raja Mohamad Khalid, the Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division uh, for the Public Service Department, and we're speaking about the 27th Public Service Psychology Conference. Keep it right here on Face to Face Tracks Momentum. Listen in to opinions from experts regarding issues relating to Malaysians and the citizens of the world when we go face-to-face with our guests. Every Thursday at 11.15am, only on Tracks FM. Welcome back to Face to Face, Activate on Tracks Momentum. I'm Anil on the mic, and I'm also joined by DJ Natia, and we're speaking to Yang Mulia, Dr. Raja Kamaria Binti Raja Mohammad Khalid, Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division of the Public Service Department. Dr. Raja, welcome back to the discussion. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Raja, very quickly, um, let me just you know uh, mention this that you know psychological health is very important for the civil servants especially because they are the ones as i mentioned mm-hmm. in the front line facing the public and serving them mm-hmm. are there any statistics to indicate mm-hmm. the current psychology or the mental well-being of all of them right now i mean how is it increased is it uh, you know is, is, is it is it on the on the rise is mm-hmm. it going down is it improving okay mm. uh, for the public service yes it is on the rise but mm. opportunity for us is that they know where to go because mm-hmm. we already, uh, they know there's a there's a unit of psych- there's a psychological unit at their department and ministries. Okay. And we also can can cross mm-hmm. ministries and department. Mm. So if you are from uh, Jabatan Penerangan, if you don't want to see the counselors at Jabatan Penerangan, at any time you go, you can go to counselors or psychologists at other Jabatan or other mm. ministry. So okay. this again, the statistic mm-hmm. uh, can be indicates of alarming, mm. but because of it's on the rise we assume we hope that the awareness is there okay. when the awareness there is there then we we, we feel that we are doing our work lah, okay? Okay, okay. so they know where to get help mm-hmm. okay yeah. okay mm-hmm. they know where to get help and Natia um, yeah uh, doctor who mm-hmm. actually can part- participate in the 27 public service psychology conference mm-hmm. and how can I participate in the conference? Okay, the conference is open to all civil servants under the social scheme, particularly psychologists and counsellors. And just uh, just want to to share mm-hmm. that the conference will be held in MBSA Convention Center. Our guest of honour is Yang Bahagia Tansri Datuk Sri Muhammad Zuki Ben Ali at the KSN. Mm-hmm. And Tansri, uh, Yang Bahagia Tansri KSN will inaugurate and deliver the opening speech of this conference yeah and uh, we have lecture sessions mm-hmm. uh, which is embodied of uh, psychological uh, issues uh, for example empowering public servants availability for service excellences and developing the executive presence for civil servants and this will be given by our mm-hmm. prominent psychologists in the country yang bahagia dr abdul jalil hassan the director of psychology management division we have the president of pekama international dr dr abdul halim and also we have dr fred from mm-hmm. alabama university okay. and he will talk on uh, okay. uh, very his expertise in 
economical, especially in the US and the Asia, in Asia. Mm. So, uh, at the end of the for the second day, there will be another talk by our IIM, SPRM, and Jakim. Jakim will talk on psycho spiritual aspect of the psychological mm. improvement, and we have forum. Uh, forum will be moderated by me, and we have uh, Datuk Nor Azmi uh, from okay. SPRM, Mr. Alan uh, Kiru Pakaran from Transparency International Malaysia, mm. and we have Mr. Safwan. Uh, Haji Mastam from Human Governance Institute. So, we welcome participation from civil servants at various levels, not only among public service but also academia. Mm-hmm. This includes social workers, educators, researchers, policymakers, practitioners and students. Mm. As for today, physical participation has been closed due to an overwhelming response. Wow. However, the general mm. public can also okay. follow the 27 Public Service Psychology conference mm. live through our official social media, mm. Facebook, Jabatan Perkhidmatan Awam. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-mm. Now, with that, Dr. Raja, I think uh, we've come close towards the end of this very fruitful, enlightening conversation. And uh, I must say that you are a shining beacon of hope for many people <laughs> out there. And if we can, I'm sure we would mm-hmm. love to have you yeah. very often in the studios to teach <laughs> us many things. But before we let you go, mm. I'm sure you've put in a lot of effort. You have a team behind this 27th public conference. What are your hopes for this event? Okay. We really hope that... Uh, Those who are uh, joining our conference, uh, we they know their role as psychologists or counselors, but most important thing that they have to take care of their own mental health and overall being, you know. And overall, mm-hmm. overall psychology is a really you know psychology is a rapid evolving field, and this conference we hope that will provide a forum for staying up to date with the latest trends mm. and breakthrough as well as emerging areas of interest in psychology so we can apply those new techniques mm. new emerging trends uh, all the world over the world yeah. in terms of psychology mm. we can apply in a malaysian context right yeah right Mm-mm. now tia is there anything else you wish to ask dr raja All right, uh, Dr. Raja, where can the public get more information about the 27 Public Service Psychology Conference? Okay, uh, at the moment, we are running uh, through social media, you know, so everybody has social media, mm-hmm. so we have to to get out from the tra- traditional mode of uh, promoting this conference. So please visit our uh, portal as well as our social media, uh, Jabatan Permintaan Awam, uh, mm-hmm. to get more information about this conference. Yeah. Okay, okay. So for more information, everyone, the public can access the uh, GPA, the Public Service Commission's yes. uh, Facebook page. Mm. Okay. And uh, for all of our listeners uh, tuning in uh, through uh, Trax FM as well as Langkawi FM, DJ Natia and myself uh, just uh, had a very fruitful mm-hmm. and enlightening and a mind-bending conversation, to say the least, uh, with Yang Mulia Dr. Raja Kamaria Binti Raja Mohamad Khalid. She's the Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division of the Public Service Department. Dr. Raja... I wish you nothing but the best. Continue trailblazing the path that you have chosen to be in, which is psychology. Continue going out there, inspiring people. And I really look forward to one day maybe having a discussion with you on our women's edition called W Talk, because I think you'll be a great addition <laughs> to the show. Thank you very much. Thank Have a good day, much. Dr. All right. Thank you very much, both of you. All right. All right, yeah, that was uh, Dr. Raja Kamaria Binti Raja Mohamad Khalid. Uh, she's the Principal Assistant Director at the Psychology Management Division of Public Service Department. And uh, we were speaking about the 27th Public Service Psychology Conference. Uh, DJ Natia, is there any uh, last final messages, parting messages you have for our listeners? 
Uh-huh. Thank you very much, Anil, for having me, for having Lankawi FM together with you, together with Trax, uh, for having this, you know, um, special interview with uh, our special guests. And uh, yes, of course, uh, you know, um, if you guys wish to know what's going on on Lankawi FM, uh, yeah, we are at lankawifm.rtm.gov as well as our socials, uh, Instagram and also Facebook, uh, FM RTM. Yes, and thank you very much, Anil, for having me, for having FM as well. Yes. <laughs> the pleasure The pleasure is ours. How can the bigger sister forget the younger sister? You're our sister station, Natia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You take care, right, Natia. You take care. Have a lovely day. Bye. All right. All right, that was DJ Natia signing off for today's edition of Face to Face Activate. In about five minutes, I'll be crossing over to the RTM Radio News Center for the 12 p.m. news updates. And then right after that, Anil on the mic will be back for another brand new hour of Tracks Momentum. Stay tuned. You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official.